Greetings, ladies and mandelgents, and welcome to this latest episode of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY. The links to all the stories will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider subscribing. Story number one. The elves, dwarves, and goblins laughed at humans for not having magic. The humans laughed at the elves, dwarves, and goblins for not having giant robots. Written by Canavri. The 74th Grand Crusade was it turning out to be the most profitable of the Empyrean had ever seen. The world of Archons had brought them was flush with technology, resources, and slaves. High General Zephyr grinned broadly as he observed his forces sweeping through the enemy capital. While the people here were clearly advanced, their architecture, while obviously not comparable to the Imperium's high cities, had a sort of rustic charm, and certainly was far cry from the many of the stone and mud structures that Zephyr had crushed in so many previous campaigns. The Urukors had been able to rampage mostly unchecked through the city, generally slaughtering anything in their path. Occasionally, the brutes hit heavier resistance when the locals would group up with their strange personal cannons. Such blockades were quickly crushed by supporting phoenix warriors. The brutish kinetic weapons were simply unable to damage the holy armor of the Alban warriors. Zephyr couldn't keep a grin off his face. He had led dozens of campaigns, but this would be the one that made him. With the subjugation of this realm, he would have the resources to rise up to the highest reaches of the Imperium Authority. Nothing could stand in his way. The plan was brilliant, and it was going off exactly as he had envisioned. Zephyr used the Archons to warp his entire keep right into the middle of the capital of the nation with the greatest military. With the rapid destruction of the command structure, the rest of the realm would easily be broken apart and crushed beneath the warrior's heels. View portals flickered in and out of existence surrounding Zephyr as he observed the battle going on throughout the sprawling city. The devastation of the explosion of the magical energy caused by the fortress's transportation had flattened several square miles of the metropolis. That seems to have caused a major damage and fires throughout most of the surrounding structures. Zephyr flickered between the portals rapidly. He had always been a hands-on commander, and this campaign was no different. By giving orders on the squad level, he was able to push his forces deep into the embattled surroundings. Their majority of forces were heading as straight for the enormous temple that the Archons had quickly tagged as an important site after they had transitioned to this realm. Checking in on the advance to the temple, Zephyr found it had stalled not far from a strange pentagonal walls, withering fire causing the, from the temple, shredding any squads of Uruks that tried to make it through the wide clearing surrounding it. Even a few lone phoenix warriors had managed to get themselves pinned down under the intense attack. Something about their place was different. Perhaps it was held by an elite guards. Zephyr growled in frustration before going back to work. These savages could not be allowed to slow his plans. Ten squads of phoenix warriors advanced on the strange temple, merging from the psionic shielding into the impenetrable wall as they marched on the temple in a tight phalanx. Red bolts of energy flashed and skittered off the brilliant glow of the shield, and large kinetic projectiles were sent ricocheting off. 
often back towards the shooters. It took more time than he would have liked to pull together such a large force. Zephyr had to admit that he was surprised by the tenacity of the savages guarding their temple, but it was a little matter now. Once Compound fell to the assault, the rest of the campaign to bring this realm to heal would be simple. Zephyr had nearly flicked away to keep tabs on a different battle unfolding when he saw it. A titan of steel was rising up out of the temple. The enormous figure towered over even the impressive walls of the Pentagon compound. Enormous plates of metal and strange lights adorned the figure. Had the savages brought out some hideous idol to try and scare his troops? Zephyr started to send orders for his troops to advance faster on the temple when he was cut off by the loudest sound that he had ever heard. Liberty Prime is now online. All systems nominal. Weapons hot. Mission. The destruction of any and all communists. The horrific sound was nearly deafening to Zephyr. Even through the viewing portals, he could see his troops cowering and grabbing at their ears under the radio assault. They had acquired some knowledge of the language of this realm, but still Zephyr couldn't pull any meaning from the horrible noise coming from the Titan. Then he watched as the Titan stepped over the curtain wall of the temple like a man clearing a log, its massive weight shaking the ground as it walked onto the battlefield, tossing many of the Phoenix Rangers to the ground. America will never fall to the communist invasion. The second blast of weaponized sound was followed by a horrific launch of brilliant blue energy from the head of the Titan. The colossal beam swept through the phalanx of the Phoenix Warriors, bursting their shields like a soap bubble in the midday sun. Those the beam touched were simply gone, erased from existence. The rest were less lucky. Hundreds of the Imperium's most elite warriors, trained for a thousand years, laid screaming, their flesh melting onto their armor as the terrible weapon shattered the ranks. Tactical assessment. Red Chinese victory. Impossible. The horror started to advance through the lines, and injured warriors and the now-blood-crazed Uruks were charging it. But the metal monstrosity simply ignored them, crushing any that got too close underfoot. Behind the titan, a wave of savages' temple guards rushed out. They towered in hulking armor that mimicked their metal guard. Their assault shredded the waves of infantry trying to assault the titan with blasts ripping with red energy. Embrace democracy, or you will be eradicated. Zephyr could no longer hear himself think through the roar of the terror before him. No more could he look away as it tore his army apart and strode towards his fortress. Get us out of here, he shrieked as the Archons as they stood around the command room, just as stunned as him. What had they unleashed? The robotic assault continued and the Titan tore through the rubble, shattering any groups of soldiers with blasts of blue energy and roaring a terrible speech. Communists detected on American soil, lethal force engaged. The transport spells were charging, but much too slow. There seemed to be no stopping the monster before them. Zephyr heard himself whine as the towering guard broke through the small clearing surrounding his fortress. Would the shielding be enough to stop it? Obstruction detected. Composition, titanium alloy supplemented by photonic resistance barrier. Probability of mission hindrance, zero percent. The machine simply reached into the fortress's void shielding and pried it apart like plywood. It pulled a strange sphere from its back before throwing it directly at Zephyr's command room. 
Zephyr started to scream, Communism is the very definition of failure. End of story number one. Story number two. Why are you all fearless? Written by Apophis Pegasus. Why? Simple answer to that, we're not. We're really overwhelming majority of us are not. Fearlessness of us was sociopaths, idiots, and sociopathic idiots. Most of us get scared all the time. Yes, but we do conduct orbital combatant insertions. But to be fair, our ablative shield tech is second to none. Well, yeah, but Irakian pirates are, well, pirates. It makes perfect sense to them. Sure, they've got a hive minds, but that's more creepy than anything. Well, that's just for fun. Besides, most of us are able to process out that stuff now, to a great thanks of our livers. But we do fear. Our entire lives are spent in... All right, come and sit down, or slither down. I don't know what the correct terminology is. I'll let you in on a little secret. Humans are scaredy cats. We are the most fearful sapiens you'll probably ever encounter in this galaxy. We just know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, just let me finish. Every species we encounter so far hasn't been uplifted or artificially created. You know what all of them have in common. Besides sentience. They're all the top of the food chain on their planets. All of them. They eat whatever or whoever the hell they want. And nobody can tell them otherwise. Why do you think almost all of them have fangs or claws or natural camo? Apex predators. The lot of them. The only things that they regularly kill apex are starvation, sickness, and other apex. And they have a long line of top doggery to draw on. Humans are the exception. We didn't start out like that. Oh, sure, the last million years or so, we have been the dark dog. But before then, the genius Homo sapien was kind of meh in the food chain department. Not too high, not too low, just cruising. Eat, but sometimes get eaten. And that's where our greatest advantage. That taught us the value of terror. Every bump in the night, every lunge of a predator, every sniffle from that one dude who'd been out in the rain too long sent us running for the hills. For eons, humans were a vulnerable, hairless little morsel that most predators could run down in seconds, and bacteria and viruses could wipe out in days or weeks. And it continued like this on and on and on, until um, we just got tired of it tired of fear being in the driver's seat. We got tired of running. We got tired of waiting for something or someone to come along and kill us or maim us. We took our fear and uh, we used it. We took all the good things fear gave us. Hyperfocus, attention to detail, that fighty part, that the good old fight and flight response. And we used it. We used them to become the thing that goes bump in the night. We used them to hunt down anything that would hurt us. We wiped some organisms out of existence for that. We clawed, we maimed and hunted and eradicated our ascendants. We Klanon promotioned our way up the food chain. Oh, a Klanon is, um, you know what? I'll just lend you the Star Trek after this. No, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, so we got to the top of the food chain and it's all good for the first 10, 11 millennia or so. Then you guys show up. 
Oh, not your species specifically. I mean aliens. First contact. We were sitting pretty, resting on our laurels, when the galactic neighborhood came around to do a meet and greet. And there we were, sitting on our proverbial boxes, ketchup stains on our two-day-old shirt, but in any condition to take guests, and more importantly, finding ourselves at the bottom of the food chain again. The very bottom. See, unlike what some speculators and movie directors and geeky weirdos on Reddit thought might happen, we weren't strong, we weren't smart, we weren't old or technologically advanced. We weren't even wise. We were children who had accidentally walked into the big boys' playground, a young species of lightworlders in a very, very old galaxy. So our old friend Fear came barging to the front, just reaching for the wheel. A lot of us wanted to sequester ourselves, you know, just pretend like none of it. None of this existed. Just go back home and pretend that we were still top dog, the kings of our very own small castle. But we weren't, and facing your civilization on a blatant lie gets you nowhere. So we sought out, terrified the whole way. We learned from those willing to teach us. We ran from those willing to harm us. We started colonies, lost colonies, started them again, scared as a kitten the whole way. And the whole way we learned something. Aliens don't like risk. I mean, aliens really don't like risk. You make accountants and lawyers look like Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, I'll explain that after too, don't worry. You guys run a simulation in everything before you send something to be produced. New technologies sometimes take you centuries to develop and millennia to replace. Or because you don't like it when something goes wrong. You want 100% certainty. Humans just don't have that. We figure something's gonna go wrong somehow. Let's find out what. So we started exploring, then experimenting. And everything went wrong at one point or another. Ships drives blew, stargates imploded, AIs covered a planet in paperclips. Enhancement treatment went haywire. Terraforming tech made wastelands. Space habitats drifted too close to the sun. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And that's life. That's let us advance so fast. We just, um, took a chance. You can't run from fears, dude. Fears chase you. They'll chase you until you can't run anymore. Or they'll pop up when you think that you're safe and happy and mess your day, your week, or uh, your life up. Best you can do is use that fear. Turn it into a good kind of fear. Bad fear is worse than useless. Bad fear paralyzes you. Bad fear holds you down while you burn from the infernal maelstrom inside. Good fear. Good fear takes the fire and turns it into a rocket. Good fear keeps you on edge, lets you land on the target and pulls solutions out of your rear that you never thought of. So, that's why. Wait, what was the question again? Right, right, so you, why are we not fearless? Every time a ship engages its drive, every human heart on board clenches up for a second. Every time a stargate opens, every human traveler has a bead of sweat coming down their face. Hell, every time I make an orbital insertion, I'm damn near crapping in my pants. All of us are. Why do we smile so much? I just told you. We are terrified. Terror is what makes it all so damn fun. End of story number two.
And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. If you did, please consider supporting the author from the link down below. Otherwise, if you wish to support this channel, there are numerous ways to do so, like liking, subscribing, and possibly even becoming a patron. Otherwise, the easiest way would be to share. And until the next video, I hope that you all have a good one, and I'll see you then. Cheers.